Welcome, everybody. You are listening to The Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Gill. Hey team, and welcome to another episode of the Life of an Educator podcast. It's such a joy to have you listening in again today, wherever you find yourself on whatever platform. Thanks so much for spending the time with me. And I hope that you are enjoying season three as much as I am. It's been so great to jump into a new season and get a little bit deeper into what I do on a daily basis and how I choose to run my classroom being a high school math teacher and I hope no matter what age you are you're enjoying some of my insights and thoughts about the life of an educator. I want to encourage you to get in contact with me through social media if you have ideas or themes that you want me to talk about, if you have questions or concerns or just want to be an encouragement, find me on social media and I would love to hear from you. It's so great to hear thoughts and ideas and for you to just be a part of the journey with me. And so don't be shy or don't hesitate to get in contact with me if you have any ideas or encouragements that you want to share. If you haven't already, I encourage you to watch all of the episodes of Season 3 before we jump into this one, being Episode 5. And this one is probably highly anticipated by some. We're going to talk about the debate on homework. And this is something that I get asked all the time is, do you give homework? Do you value homework? What do you think about homework? Is it useful? Is it just busy work? All of those types of questions. And so before I get into that of how I deal with it now, I wanted to share a little bit about how when I was a student going to school and growing up, school was a little bit different. We weren't as technology savvy and uh, school was a little bit more paper and pencil. And so we did a lot of teaching and learning in class time and there was a fair amount of homework being assigned. And in my household with my loving parents, the rule was always when we got home that we would do our homework right away. Now, I went to school in the country and so I had to take a school bus to and from school every day. And so I got home at the same time, about four o'clock every day. And supper usually came about 5 to 5.30, somewhere in there. That's when my dad got home from work, and that was kind of when supper was on the table. And so when I got home from school, my siblings got home about the same time, and the question was always, do you have homework? How was your day? And we would go straight to the dining room table, and we would open up our books, and we would start doing the work that was assigned to us from school that day. And that started right from elementary all the way through uh, high school. Now, obviously, in elementary, you know, my mom was more involved. And, you know, we were, you know, reading together, doing our 15 minutes of reading or doing our math questions to help us to learn our multiplication facts or whatever it was. But... And then as we got into junior high and high school, it was a little bit more independent where my mom was making supper in the kitchen, but the dining room was right attached. And so we were there kind of all together as a family doing our homework, you know, chatting and talking about our day. Uh, But the point was to get our homework done. And that was 
always the pattern. That was always the routine. My dad would get home between 5 and 5.30. We would eat supper together as a family. And then if our homework was done, then, you know, the evening was ours to enjoy, whether it was as a family or more individual. Or if our homework was still not finished, then we would, you know, go back to the dining room table and we would continue to do our homework until it was complete. And if any of my students are listening right now, I have a hunch that that's not how it always is nowadays. Uh, Homework tends to be a little bit more of a last minute thought. And, uh, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, it's like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do my homework for tomorrow. I better get started. But that was just never the routine in my household. It was always we got home, we did our homework, and then the evening was the time to relax. After supper was the time to enjoy and to go out with our friends, to you know go outside and play sports or whatever our interests were. And you know, as I went through junior high and high school, uh, the homework started to increase, and you know it wouldn't be a shock to have that full hour from four to five at home you know, doing doing the homework. Now, for those of you who don't know, I am a little bit of a keener. I am a little bit of a goody two-shoes. And so, you know, when the homework was assigned, I was making sure I was going to complete all of it and do it to the best of my ability in the hopes of getting a very high grade and, you know, getting on the honor roll and all of those types of things. But as I went through high school, I made sure that I was putting in my best effort. And so it wasn't out of the ordinary to work that full hour before supper and then maybe still need to do a little bit of extra uh, into the evening. And so that was the norm growing up for me as a student. And into, into high school, I already knew that I wanted to be a teacher. I had shared in previous episodes that in grade nine, I kind of got that passion for teaching. And so early on in high school, I knew I wanted to become a teacher. And so I already started to think about what is the value of homework? And as someone who wanted to be a teacher one day, do I think homework is valuable? So fast forward now to my career. And now I am a teacher and I've been a teacher for several years now. And I still believe homework is valuable, but I think that I've changed my approach a little bit from how I was given homework as a student, and I'll explain why. Kids obviously are kids, and they have this great opportunity as someone who is under 18 to enjoy life and to be able to have opportunities to be involved in so many different things, and we need to value that and we need to encourage that and we need to promote that. And so I think homework is extremely valuable, but we have to be careful as teachers and even as parents of how much we demand homework to our child and to the students because these kids want to be hanging out with their friends. These kids want to be involved in on the sports teams. These kids want to be involved in the drama productions and in the band concerts. And these kids want to be involved in the community activities that are going on in and around their neighborhoods. And that's what we should be wanting them to be a part of. 
we want them to be involved. We want them to be social. We want them to be caring for their community, for the people around them. And I think that it's important for teachers and for uh, staff at any school to recognize that, to recognize that we have them six hours of every day from Monday to Friday. And that's our time as teachers to teach. That's our time as teachers to share knowledge with our students and do it in a way that the students will understand and that the students will grasp onto. And yet we need to value that the time that they are not with us is time for them to spend with their family. It's time for them to spend with their friends. It's time for them to spend by themselves doing the things that they enjoy, whether it be reading or, dare I say, video games or, you know, watching sports, right? I am a big sports fan. I love watching sports on TV. And if I get to work during the day and have my evenings to enjoy the things that I like to enjoy, that should be the same for our students. It is unfair for me as a teacher to work hard all day and teach as best as I can, and then assign all of this homework to my students, and then go home and sit on my couch and watch the sports game, and yet I'm thinking in the back of my head, I hope my students are doing the homework that I assigned. That doesn't really add up. It doesn't make sense, right? Because if I'm able to enjoy the things that I love, but yet my students are at their desk at home or at the dining room table doing homework till the wee hours of the morning... That doesn't add up. And so we have to be careful as teachers. Yes, we want them to, you know, grasp the concepts and all of that. But we have to be careful of how much we are demanding of them outside of the time that they are at school. And I think it's simply because of the fact that they are still children and they need to understand that there is more to life than just school. There's more to life than just education. And I see that with the caveat of education can be more than just what happens in the classroom. Education is more than what just happens in the school building, right? Education is how to interact with people. Education is how do I care for community around me? Education is how do I work with a team? Education is how do I be a good sport when I lose in a game, right, where I was expecting to win and I'm a competitive person and my passion is to win and I come up a little bit short. How do I interact? How do I respond? That's all education. And not all of that can be taught in the classroom. Not all of that can be taught in an academic setting. And so we need to allow for education to happen in all aspects of our life. We need to allow education to happen in all of the different activities and events and plans that we have. And so, as teachers, we have to think about those things. This came really in my face last year when I uh, began managing the JV Boys basketball team at the school that I work at. And during the basketball season, there were evenings where I was doing my daily job from about 8.30 till 3.30, and then whether it was a day of practice or it was a game day, I was with my my team and I wouldn't be getting home 
until if it was an early practice, getting home around 6 or 7. And if it was a game day, I wasn't getting home until 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night. And after working all day and then managing the basketball team, I got home and was tired. I didn't want to open up my books and do any marking or do any planning for the next day. And yet, all of the moments that I had with my basketball team were just as valuable as me teaching my math classroom, right? It was a different type of learning. It was a different type of education, and it wasn't in the math classroom, and yet it was so valuable. But yet, I didn't expect or didn't want my students to go home and then have to be in the math books for another two hours after they had already given so much energy to the basketball, right? And so we, as teachers and as parents... And as adults, we put a lot of pressure on our kids. We put a lot of expectations on our students. And that's a good thing, right? We want to help our students and our children rise up to be successful adults. So I'm not saying we need to, you know, cause them to never be challenged or never to, you know, have a lot on their plate. But we do have to be careful that we're not giving them the same stresses and the same busyness and the same requirements as adults. And I think sometimes we do that. We give them the same expectation that we have as adults. And we have to be careful there because they are children and they need to have the flex time to be kids and to be, you know, children. And so... That's my warning as I jump into the second half of what I want to talk about today is, do I value homework? And yes, I do value homework. And do I give homework? Yes, I do. But here's the thing. I never check homework. And it's not a mark on their report card. And this might come as a shock to some of the listeners. But there's a reason why I don't check homework. And there's a reason why... It's not on the report card. And it's because of what I just talked about. I want students to be able to live their life of what they are interested in. And there are going to be nights where they don't get a chance to do their math homework. And I don't want my students to come into my classroom the next day panicked or stressed because they're worried about Mr. Duick checking their math homework. I don't want them having to copy off a friend's homework just because they want me to give them a check mark on my clipboard that they had completed their homework. I want them just to be honest and say, hey, I was out all night playing basketball and then I went over to a friend's house and my family and I, we went to the movies together and I didn't get a chance to do my homework. That's a way better answer than them trying to lie their way through why they didn't get their homework done. And so I don't even actually call it homework. Um, all of my students get to work in class with me, and then I give them what I call check your understanding questions. And it is a booklet, and there are questions in there. And I simply tell my students to try a few and to make sure that what they do in class, they can do in an alternate location, right? I was telling my students actually this this past week that we need to be able to train our brains. And if we only do work in the classroom where that subject is being taught, our brains are kind of on with that subject area in that location. So when my students are in my math classroom, their math brain is on. They are in a comfortable setting in a math classroom with their math teacher and their peers that they're doing math together with. And so it's an easy location for them to be successful in math. 
And so I challenged my students to make sure that they can do their math concepts outside of this room, outside of their math classroom. So whether that's even in a different location in the school, that's even okay. Ideally, though, it's in a different building. So whether it's at their house or their friend's house or the library or some other location where they can be in a different setting and they can do the check your understanding questions. This allows their brain to recognize that they can do math in any location that they find themselves. And so I don't, you know, say you need to do 20 questions and if you're not done them by tomorrow, you're not going to get the mark for them. Every day I tell my students, these are the questions that you should be practicing in your check your understanding booklet. And every class the next day, I do ask them just by showing a, uh, a hand, how many of you were able to do a little bit of practice on some check your understanding questions. And, you know, a lot of them will put their hands up. I often won't get 100% of the hands, but that's okay. What I'm checking for is at least every couple days, everyone's hand is getting up at some point, right? Because I want all of my students to make time in their week to do some check your understanding questions. But there, if there are evenings where their evening is full or they need some downtime and they don't get a chance to do their math questions, that's okay. We do lots of questions in class and if you recognized uh, from the episodes previous, I always review in the math class. So they still get a chance to practice the questions from the day before that we had learned in class at the beginning of the next class. So all students are able to still be confident. All students are able to still see the question a second time. For those who were able to get a chance to do some check your understanding questions, they've now seen it a third time. And so there's no, you know, you didn't do your homework. Oh, you're less than the other. Or you did all of the questions, so you're better than the other. We're still in the practice mode of learning. And this is something I'm trying to iterate to my students is I can't mark practice. We are practicing, right? When I teach it, I'm giving and sharing it with them for the first time. When we practice it in class, we're practicing it for the first time. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be questions. There's going to be some misunderstandings. And that's okay. It's practice. When they go home and do their check your understanding questions, there's still going to be questions. There's still going to be some misunderstandings. They still might not get it 100% of the time. And that's okay. It's practice. I don't want to mark their practice. The next day they come in and we review. And again, it's more practice. And then after a few days of doing check your understanding questions, going over questions in class, then I now want to know what they have learned. And so then we do what I call a checkpoint. And we'll get into a, to assessment in a little bit in some future episodes. But that's the first time where I'm going to actually see what they've learned. I don't want to mark homework. I don't want to spend that time even checking to see if they've done their homework. Because to be honest, some will do it and some don't. And I get that. I know that some of my students have not even opened their check, their understanding booklet. And, you know, some listening might question my motives and say, well, come on, Mr. Duick, like, don't you want to know that they're doing the homework that you've assigned? And, you know, I teach high school, and so I want my students to grow as, a, as future adults, and I want them to have some responsibility as well. 
I want them to make the choice of when are they going to make time to review their math and to learn their math. And so, you know, this is not a be-all, end-all for all subject areas and for all age levels. Obviously, you know, sometimes you need to assign a little bit of homework and check it. But kids need to learn at some point that not always is there going to be someone hovering over their shoulder checking to see if their job is done. They're going to have to just do it on their own. And so do I want all of my students to do practice? Yes, I do. And if they want a certain mark, they're going to have to do the practice. They're going to have to spend some time with it. But when you set the right culture, when you give students a choice, when you expect excellence, students respond, right? So I don't have to mark their homework. What I say to my students is I want excellence. I want their best. And so because they know I want their best, because they know that I want excellence from them, they choose to find time to review for their math because they know that reviewing for their math is what's going to be the best for them and be the best for their learning. And so we need to shift it from teacher is demanding this, that, and the other, and we need to make it more of the student cares about their learning and the student cares about you know, the understanding, and so they're going to choose to check their understanding and do some practice questions. And so that's not done overnight. That's not an easy switch. But it's so valuable once the students realize that they're not doing their check, their check your understanding questions to please Mr. Duick or to please their teacher. They're doing it because they care about the learning and they want to have a good grade in the class and they want to be their best in their subject areas. And so when we have that switch, when we have that discovery, when students realize that they care about their learning, now I have kids doing homework <laughs> because they want to learn and not because the teacher has demanded it or asked for it. And, and that's a huge win. Uh, it's a huge win when students come to me and they want more questions than what's even in their check your understanding booklet because they want to continue to make sure that they have learned uh, the material. And so now I'm not even asking them to do it and they're coming to me wanting more because they want to fully understand what is being taught and they want to learn it and master uh, the topic or the theme or the outcome. And so do I value homework? Absolutely. But let's be careful. I don't want any student to be working on math for hours and hours on end every given night. That is not what students should be doing. And you have to remember that I teach one subject. Do you really want your student or your child going home and having an hour of math and an hour of geography and an hour of English and an hour of science? That's their whole evening. And that is so wrong, in my opinion, that we are working with kids six hours a day and then saying, okay, you have four hours of homework, one hour in each subject to go home. That's not fair. If a student understands something and they have conquered the material in class, then why am I demanding them to go home and do another hour of it? That doesn't make any sense. What I'm asking my students to do is we've conquered it and we've had an hour of practice in class and now I'm asking them to go home and commit 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe a half an hour if needed 
to just make sure that what was taught in class is not just going to be in their short-term memory and then leave their head, but it's going to transfer to their long-term memory. And it's going to do that because they're going to do it in a different location at home in the evening, and then they're going to come back the next day and we're going to review it again in class to review to start the class. And now they've seen it three times in two days, then we're going to continue reviewing it, reviewing it again the next class, and then they're going to do their assessment on it, and now they've seen it for four straight days, and now it's transferring to their long-term memory, and they're actually learning it. And so, um, yes, homework is valuable, but it needs to be valuable in the right way. We need to have students see homework as valuable. We need to have students recognize that they're not doing homework because the teacher has demanded it, but we're doing homework because they want to learn and they want to solidify their learning. And so I hope this is helpful for us. I'm so thankful that you have listened to my little rant about the debate on homework. And I would love to know if you agree, disagree, uh, comment, Message me on social media and let me know what your thoughts are about the debate on homework. This is one thought. This is Mr. Duick's thought. This might not be your thought. You might totally disagree. And that's totally okay. Let me know. What do you think? Do you agree? Disagree? Somewhat agree? I would love to know your thoughts. So message me and uh, I would love to chat with you about it. And maybe we can have another episode uh, just talking about some of the other ideas. Thanks so much, team. I love doing this with you, and I'm so thankful that uh, I have an audience who listens. This doesn't work without you. So thanks for listening. Continue to share the content with people who you think it would be valuable to. And I look so forward to joining you again in two weeks for another great episode. So long, everybody. Bye.